Here's my weekly podcast edition. It's called The World is Quiet Quitting. Across the world, people are starting to give up. The human race is devolving into individualism at a fast rate and quiet quitting being a part of anything other than taking care of their immediate family units. Governments are largely becoming a bunch of rich humans arguing amongst themselves over who is right about anything and going nowhere. People are noticing. They are walking away in disgust and moving on without them. Splinter groups are cropping up everywhere to coalesce around certain ideas that they want to implement for their family units, such as at school boards. But that is at a very local level of community involvement. State and federal elections are becoming sideshow entertainment. The Americans dodged a bullet with their congressional midterm elections in November, but just barely. They are not out of the woods by any means. They just managed to put off the inevitable. They are a doomed country as they are now, and unless they drastically pull it back, will likely fall into disarray within the next 25 to 50 years. Much like the Roman Empire did 2,000 years ago, only quicker. The British were all running around like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to figure out their next move, but it is largely over for them. All they can do now is continue to mill about looking for direction while our coop continues to burn around them. A lot of them will freeze this winter. A lot of Americans will freeze this winter. The United States is rapidly starting to amass more tent cities of the homeless now. Los Angeles is beside itself trying to figure out what to do. Seattle and Portland are right there with them. Why the West Coast is so popular with these displaced peoples is beyond me. With the West Coast so dry right now, it's a wonder they are getting their food and water. Maybe charitable organizations for now, but that is a short-term solution. What is going to happen when those NGOs run out of basics to hand out? All those homeless people will do what comes naturally. They will move on to somewhere else to find food and water. Then will be the same, there will be some other city or state a little further east over the mountains and will start accumulating all these displaced peoples. Hungry people will seek out food sources anywhere they can and die in the process. Is anyone even keeping count of how many homeless people die every day? Probably not anymore. Just send in a services department to another homeless camp to clean up the bodies, make a local count that goes into a dead-end file somewhere. Shades of soil and green. I often wonder if some of those old science fiction authors like Ray Bradbury could predict the future. Does anyone remember Fahrenheit 451? A lot of those old stories from back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s are starting to come to pass now. Some of it in the form of new technology that was unheard of back then. But a lot of stories about the end of the world are starting to reveal themselves as well. If you step back from all of the local chatter on social media and the national news to take a look at the whole world, the human species seems to be quiet quitting the world at large. They are starting to turn inwards and closing ranks. Electing right-wing nationalist governments who promise to take care of only them instead of any outsiders beyond their borders is a start. Trying to expel, trying to expel outsiders, sometimes with violence, is starting to become more normal. Then there are progressive governments like the Canadians who are trying to plus up their populations with massive immigration policies designed to boost their economy. They are tired of always being second tier to the United States and Europe and are finally doing something about it. They started out with just the overflow from the U.S.'s suddenly very restrictive immigration policies a few years ago, and now they are going full on with trying to welcome upwards of 500,000 new immigrants a year by 2025. They think they need the labor force to enhance their economy since they can't depend on their southern neighbors or Mother England anymore. The trouble with their plan is that they didn't think it through very well. Where they are going to put them all, nobody knows. They don't have anywhere near the housing units to accommodate all these new immigrants. 
but they're working on that, supposedly. Meanwhile, the rest of the world is in a quagmire. The same people perpetually at war with one another in the Middle East, the Russians trying to make a name for themselves on the world stage again, and the Chinese trying to keep a lid on things while locking nearly the whole country up over COVID breakouts. The Chinese also had empiric ambitions until very recently when a new COVID hotspot broke out, then a fire broke out in a lockdown apartment complex. By themselves, they wouldn't garner many headlines, but then the people got scared of dying by fire in lockdown housing areas and are trying to protest. That may be short-lived, but then maybe they will take a lesson from the Iranian women. So now China has more internal fire to put out, and its empire ambitions are on hold for a while. The Russians' empire ambitions are also becoming a non-issue, as the Ukrainian people have put up more of a fight than anticipated. The Russian paper army has largely been exposed as a fraud, and is only a matter of time. The EU is trying to maintain order amongst its member countries, as certain members are withdrawing internally over the global migrations invading their shores. They are keeping their memberships for now, so long as it's still beneficial to them, but there seems to be more fence-sitting going on these days. Then there are the Americans. They are rapidly disintegrating internally over religious and political ideologies, or so it would seem. They have just given themselves a two-year reprieve to see if they can improve things from where they are now after the midterms. It doesn't look good, but maybe they will pull themselves back from that proverbial, proverbial cliff they are at right now. They have two years to work something out while the next set of presidential contenders start gearing up for 2024. As for the rest of the world, it's a watch and see. A lot of the smaller countries in Central and South America are falling apart badly. Massive poverty brought on by corrupt governments in the past have brought on a lot of unrest. Brazil just completed their elections and re-elected a former president. The previous government was on the verge of annihilating the Amazon rainforest and all who live in it for profits. Maybe the new or slash old guy will keep his promise to restore it. Nicaragua is on the verge of total collapse and a large majority of their population is leaving for better conditions up north. Venezuela is in mid negotiations with the U.S. fossil fuel companies along with the Biden White House to secure more oil, but their government's pretty corrupt. Americans have been scared badly by OPEC recently, though. OPEC is threatening the world with oil production reductions and price hikes to keep paying for those lavish lifestyles of the oil sheiks. God forbid that they should reduce their spending on more palaces and turning deserts into grassy parks to play in. The UAE sheiks seem to be the only smart ones in the bunch, as they have been turning everything around to have the rest of the world's rich and famous pay for all those luxuries. Their oil started running out a while ago, so they started courting outside investors to fund their lavish lifestyles. It appears to be working for now, at least until warm, global warming makes the Middle East uninhabitable in the near future. Then all those fancy high-rises and man-made islands in the Gulf will become ghostly remnants of a decadent past. All of the other oil-rich countries are worried that the oil reserves are starting to run out. The Saudis are okay for now, but some of the other little countries are getting worried that their rich play days may soon be over. Even the Saudis are starting to pull back a little and making deals with the Russians now. If they all gang up on the West, North America and Western Europe may be in big trouble if the Middle East oil valves get closed down to a trickle again. They are working hard on alternative green energy methods, but the fossil fuel corporations are doing everything possible to stonewall any of that. Imagine the billions in lost revenue if the world went green energy. 
The fossil fuel industry worldwide is going to fight that tooth and nail until all of that green energy technology is owned by them. Another prediction by old science fiction movies and books. The global corporation has taken over all the governments of the world to pursue profits at any cost. The world is relatively close to that now in a lot of ways. It's no wonder that the human population is starting to check out of global, national, and local governmental collaboration. They can see the futility in it. They are realizing that they are at the mercy of the corporations and their governments are largely powerless to stop them. In a lot of cases, they are hand-in-hand -hand with the corporations. Much like a large portion of the American Congress, both at the federal and state levels, the American corporate world owns a large portion of these elected congressional leaders and have for many, many years. And the people know it. They're trying to get their government back to being of the people, by the people, for the people, but that mountain road gets steeper with every major election cycle. It won't be much longer before governments will be wholly owned by corporate interest or there will be another global conflict between the has and have-nots. As the American corporations own largely all of the assets needed around the world to supply materials for such a war, it could be one-sided, but maybe not. Americans are very resilient in our experience at overcoming short odds. If they were to group together with other humans around the world, the corporations might have a fight on their hands. But that is just another script from an old apocalyptic end-of-the-world movie, or is it? So many of these old movie scripts have become a reality in the last 20 years. Will we have a real-world Terminator-style war in our near future? Or will the humans quiet quit the world and slowly die out?